0: date of recording the 17th of October 2020 song credit: their story them seeing by puddle of infinity welcome to today's episode of let's talk media with Vedanta Akari. for today's episode I wanted to share five of my favorite television shows number one is the act now the act is a 2019 Hulu original series and It's a story about this woman named Gypsy, and how growing up she was severely overprotected by her mother Dee Dee. And it's a story about how Gypsy grew older, and as she got older she started to think more independently of herself as Dee Dee became even more controlling of her during the show's run. And it's a story about how she's eventually able to break free from Dee Dee. Dede lies about Gypsy having multiple disabilities and illnesses. And she lies about these disabilities to scam disability pageants and Habitat for Humanity, so that they build them not a luxurious house, but a pretty good house. And so basically they receive millions in dollars from charities, organizations, and if I remember correctly, then the community as well. For those of you who don't know, this is a true story, and a possible risk about telling this true story is that viewers might just look up what happened and get a basic idea of the premise, and that could kill the suspense. But that is very much not the case because, yes, you get a basic idea of what's going to happen, especially with the opening of the pilot episode. But the show still keeps you hooked, and on your Edge as to see what's happening as Gypsy starts to think more independently and escape from DT. And the acting is incredible, especially from Joey King who I last remember from The Kissing Booth. And presumably The Kissing Booth isn't her only acting credit, but going into the act, that was her most prominent reference for me, and so I was a bit worried because this is a very different role from The Kissing Booth. I was blown away by Joey King's incredible performance of this complex character. I feel like this is relatable to people who are part of a guardianship or just any group or organization that made them believe one way and then conflict arose as this said person started to think more independently and this new independent thinking contrasted their group's belief. Number two is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Now, I've already talked about Mrs. Maisel in another episode if you want to check that one out, but here's a basic summary of why I love this show. The show is incredibly funny, which is pretty important if your entire show's premise is about stand-up comedy. I also think it's a great social commentary on the 1950s and the 1960s, especially when it comes to the ugly realization, excuse me, the ugly realism about how people who were not white men were treated and perceived as in society. And even though society has progressed a lot in terms of equality, we still have a long way to go, and so this show is very well made in terms of how it portrays not only the 1950s and 1960s, but it also does a great job of portraying issues that are still relevant in today's society. My final point is that the set decoration and the show design as a whole is beyond incredible this show does a great job of putting you in the 60s with the music the sets the costuming and the issues my third show is breaking bad now what can i say about breaking bad that has not already been said this is arguably the greatest television show of all time walter white is one of the greatest excuse me not one of the greatest but So far, the greatest anti-hero of all time. And what I love about his character is that he comes from a real place. He's an underpaid chemistry teacher and has stage 4 lung cancer, so right off the bat he's relatable and the initial conflict is very realistic because, yes, this country, America does have a huge problem with underpaid teachers and a very, very bankrupting healthcare system. It's satisfying to see Walter be beaten down by life and then overcome his barriers in his personal and drug kingpin life. Brian Cranston was a risky choice given that he mostly did comedy roles or at the very least was known for comedy roles prior to Breaking Bad, but no, he does an incredible job here in portraying one of the most iconic characters of all time. Now don't get me wrong, I obviously do not support anything that Walter does during the show, but I still wanted him to pay for what he did, but I also wanted him to come out on top on some level and that's just great writing there. I also love Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman and I think what I love most about Jesse is how he's able to overcome his drug addiction. That seems very inspiring to anyone who struggles with drug addiction and just anyone who struggles with any kind of addiction. I also love the family tension between Dean Norris as Hank because the character Hank is a DEA agent who is hunting down the drug trade, which at the very end he realizes is controlled by Walter White as Heisenberg. The cinematography is incredible. The writing is incredible. The acting is incredible. Vince Gilligan is incredible. Everything about this show, yes, even the Fly episode, is incredible and I cannot recommend Breaking Bad enough. If you're able to, and obviously if you're old enough to, watch this show. My fourth show is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Even after 14 seasons, and with a 15th season soon on the way, It's Always Sunny is still one of the funniest and one of the best satirical shows on television. These aren't nice people. The show's enjoyment comes from not necessarily liking the group's behavior, but instead from watching them commit said behavior and fail as a result. I love how the characters refuse to grow and they just plunge deeper into their terrible behavior. And even though these are despicable, narcissistic people in our society, the show is still entertaining to watch after 14 years and I love... I love the social commentary, and I love the satirical angle, I think. I think one of my favorite episodes is the gang tries desperately to win an award, and I love that because, yeah, why hasn't It's Always Sunny won, I think it was an Emmy or some other prestigious award? Why haven't they? And so I love this episode. I also love the episode where Dee and Dennis go on welfare, I also love the episode where they go to their high school reunion. I love the episode where Mac and Charlie die, quote unquote. That was a pretty funny episode. And and of course, who can forget the Nightman Comet? That is just a great episode. And the season 13 finale where Mac comes out to his dad as gay is just beyond beyond heartbreaking when his dad does not accept him for who he is. The Gang Buys a Boat was actually my first episode of It's Always Sunny, and if you haven't already, please check it out. And also check out the episode where the gang goes to the water park. That is a very funny episode. Again, if you're old enough and you're into shows about social commentary and satire, definitely check this show out. My fifth and final favorite show is Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown. What I love about Parts Unknown is that it's not just about the food, it's really a show about the human condition, and I feel like the world really needs a show like Parts Unknown, and a person like Anthony Bourdain to remind us through his work that yes, we may have differences, but we can get along, we can share more commonalities than what we think. And especially because the world is so polarized these days, I feel like this is a show that we all really, really need. It's also a show that can teach you a lot about other cultures beyond just the textbook definition from school or even college. My favorite Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown episode was definitely the Tokyo one, because I wanted to go to Tokyo for a very long time. As someone who spent 7 years living in India, I was exposed to a lot of anime as a kid, and so that naturally piqued my interest in going to Japan someday. I think it was 2011, My Family and I were thinking about going to Japan, or at least considering it as an option for down the line. But then we couldn't because I actually, I actually remember seeing the tsunami live on TV. And, you know, that was just a huge hurdle in one of our very, very many attempts to go to Japan someday. I actually applied to be an intern on the 2020 Olympics. And even though I didn't get accepted, you know, I keep thinking to myself, what if i did what if i went to tokyo and covid 19 wasn't a thing it's something that i keep thinking about and it's something that i keep thinking about for my colleagues who did get accepted to film the 2020 olympics in tokyo as an intern tony's uh parts unknown episode in tokyo was very intriguing especially the intro sequence where He describes what it's like to be in Tokyo. I cannot recommend Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown enough. You know, like I said, it really, really connects us as a society and Tony Bourdain will be dearly missed. And there you have it. Those are five of my favorite shows. Now, this list is probably going to change as I delve more and more into television in my career and in college, but. As of right now, here are five shows that I absolutely recommend to you.